Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space, Season 2. And I'm blowing your eardrums out already. (laughs) Uh, Eat hearing aids. Yeah, you don't need hearing aids. Guys. Guys, look look around. Where 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 are we? <laughs> we are in a new era, which is actually quite surprisingly fitting. <laughs> what? What's going on? Where's all the blue stuff? <laughs> that was the past, man. That was yeah. the past. Get, get, get to the present, Brohim. Welcome to 2015, man. I mean, if you're listening to the audio podcast of this, uh, pretend that the whole world, like uh, like that scene from Wizard of Oz, when she finally enters in Oz and everything just comes in the Technicolor for the first time. Someday I'll wish upon a star and wake up where <laughs> the game is now free to space. How are you guys doing? Um, <laughs> Doc, how was your week not talking about Wizard of Oz? <laughs> um, I've been a Wizard of Oz kick because of the little one. My last two weeks I've been doing family stuff, so I've been taking care of that and taking care of our brand new layout, uh, which incidentally came into hearing a special announcement, which we'll get into in just a little bit. I have been super busy in game. I got my full set of PvP purples, everything done. I'm halfway done on the on the attunement for that and killing everybody I can. So I'm almost completely maxed out on PvP purples. Uh, 90% done on my attunement in general. I should have been done. I should have been done. 91%. I have every single <laughs> world boss done except for Zoetic and Wild Run because he's bugged out on me three times. He, I've killed him three times. No achievement credit, so no world boss attunement credit. Ha! Which sucks. Ha! My goal was to be attuned ready to play this year for, for rating. And now because of Zoetic, I failed. This year? It's Oh, a, you, the new year. I was, say, oh, I was like, you have a long time to I go, have, buddy. Yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to be raid ready by the, by, the, by the 1st of June when the game technically is about to launch. Oh, 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 oh as, in, as in the game's one year. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm with you now. So, oh. unfortunately, I can't. I can't do that. Everyone else has beat me to it. Zotic bugged out. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out real fast to Magma Volcano from Perseus Vale. Uh, they and I had a really cool talk last night. Um, so I just wanted to give a shout out to them. And uh, my week was far more family oriented to that, but we have a lot to talk about. So enough about me. Indigo, how was your week this week? Uh, my week was awesome. I, uh, I, I've been doing a ton of PvP, but uh, I actually, and all three of us, unless uh, Krug manages to get uh, kicked out, are all official members of Black Dagger Society. Oh, I was like, get kicked out of what are you talking about? Uh, yeah. Yeah, good yeah. times. So, um, been doing that, and uh, you know, we've been doing a bunch of world bosses. Uh, I'm still working on my adventure attunement on my uh, stalker, but we've been getting it slowly but surely. So, uh, I'm 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 awesome. I, I'm awesome. I'm excited. That was <laughs> yeah, there you are. I'm awesome. That's, that's not a Freudian slip at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Krug, what about you? How was your week? My week was wonderful. Uh, I discovered a huge problem with the way that I play Wildstar, like on a fundamental level. Uh, so I used this add-on. It's called Gear. Wait, uh, wait. Used. So when you use the keys, you don't use these two to turn your character. You use the mouse. All right, I'm fucking done. I'm just here. <laughs> Welcome to Strange Hill Season Two. <laughs> <laughs> now with Let's Crew, yay! Uh, so I use this add-on called Gear. Gear was a great add-on, but I did not use it correctly, and in doing so, I may have salvaged half of most of the gear that I used to play the game. Oh no! So. The only full set of gear I have at the moment is a PvP set. My PvE DPS set is like half is what it should be. And my PvP uh, healing set is half of what it should be. And my PvE healing set is like I only have a helmet. 
Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail about why I fucked that up because it would take a long time, but um, it was not the add-on's fault. It was totally my the fault. The worst and... part is you can't put a ticket in for that because you did it yourself. I know. It's basically <laughs> like, hey, can I put in a ticket for me being dumb and you just give me my gear back, like reset my gear oh, back to like, what it was. I crying from laughter. A <laughs> couple that... weeks ago. So that was a little disappointing. So I've been like farming basically is what I've been doing. Like that, that's been my whole week uh so yeah that was pretty fun um that was my week <laughs> what about you chat box hey look at that the chat box is big enough we can see everybody now <laughs> <laughs> although we do have to work on the way that looks a little bit like that, that background should be that's that's called that's called after the show after yeah, the show. yeah <laughs> after the show so yes the start of season two technically we didn't actually take a break sprinkles at all. yes my bed is messy all right punk jeez yeah, I always forget to do that before we start streaming. Anyway, sorry, I'm done <laughs> no, lashing right. out at our audience. Roar. Wow, what a great way to be nice to them. They've supported us the entire time. They're yeah, it's not a cool thing like that, or or like my background, which is full of like figurines and posters and shit. Anyway, we have a super big cast, and uh, for people that are listening to the audio portion of the podcast, we're gonna I'm going to give you a timestamp of when you can jump into the uh, post free to play talk if you'd like to skip that. So we're going to go right into it. We're going free to play. I'm no, selling not. myself off no. right now. There. What? No, no, no we're not. Not, not no. us? That's a rumor, actually. Uh, so what happened is um, someone posted no. on, on Reddit, nope. and it nope. wasn't actually nope, but, an employee. But I can't, it I can't, was... I can't. No. Stop. No. Oh. Oh, not? Oh. No, never mind. Oh, wait, wait. Wasn't <laughs> Doc supposed to take his shirt off when... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, here we go. <laughs> We'll have a special non-Twitch uh, okay. for that. Like, we'll have to host this. <laughs> well, because we still need TOS, uh, I, I will bare my shoulders. So, yeah. Uh, no, but officially, we got yeah. news on Thursday that Wildstar is going free-to-play. Not buy-to-play. Free-to-play. Free-to-play. Which confused me, by the way. Why would it confuse you? Well, I, I mean, you have all of the, the box sales, and you've, you've, you've clearly... Technically, the game had two forms of barriers. It had the box purchase, and then it had the uh, monthly subscription barrier, right? Yeah. Which, technically, you could get away the monthly subscription barrier by using cred if you can, get up, if you can grind the game enough. So there, that existed. Uh, so it was weird to me that instead of going, all right... Like when you fix like when you go and fix something, you don't make two changes at the same time to find out. And then you're like, oh, it fixed it. But which one of these two fixed it? Like they made two separate um, changes. They 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 got rid of the subscription and then they also got rid of the box sales. Yeah. Uh, I know that um, Pappy came out and said why he did, why they were doing that. Or was it Donatelli? I can't remember. It was both. Then they both they both had an interview with MMORPG. And they also reiterated why they decided to help take the game to free-to-play status on the yep. live stream as well. Mm-hmm. And they fully do admit, as much as they really wanted to put their efforts behind the subscription model, they were wrong. Uh, and I, I know people in chat, people who are listening to me going, yeah, you guys were also wrong too because you were like, no, this game can never go free-to-play. It'll never survive. Or it'll, you'll just think it never will in the first place. I admit, I was wrong. I didn't think it'd go free-to-play this year. I'm cool with being wrong, and I want to see what happens from here on out. So I just want to say that too. No, 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 no. Remember what we did say? We did say if it does go free to play, just make sure it's after the time in which ESO went free to play yes. so that we can so we like, beat you ESO. Oh, any ESO, ESO podcast. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> and then someone's out there going, no, they're just more progressive. Ah. Anyways. <laughs> but no space taco truck for free to play subscribers. 
None. If you lapse your, <laughs> if, you, if you lapse any part of your subscription, no space taco truck. <laughs> so, um, okay. So let's let's get into the free to play stuff. There there is a ton to get over, and and there's a ton that we can be talking about. So. Yes, we're going free to play. We're no longer doing uh, subscriptions and we're no longer doing uh, boxes. There will be a subscription based option on top so that you can gain additional perks. You can get additional boosts in XP. Uh, you get uh, a form of loyalty points. All of this I'm going to go into detail um, afterwards. But so for those of you who um, who uh, are subscribing now, stay subscribed. Just, just trust me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's worth it. Nothing's actually changing for you. And in fact, most of the game isn't going to change at all. Cred literally is saying exactly the same. You can farm up for cred. You can still get it. It'll give you game time. Well, it'll give you signature game time. They're now calling what we call a subscription service now a signature membership. It's still optional, completely optional. Uh, it's mm-hmm. 15 bucks a month still. Buying cred is still 20 bucks a month. You can put it on the market as you wish. Use it for yourself. Uh, there are other benefits for that. We'll tell you in a little bit. Uh, a lot of this is going to be rehashed from the live stream and what we do know from the uh, the flight uh, from the uh, the announcement on Thursday. So one thing that is happening, there's a, BT, a PTR beta. If you haven't heard this already, if you haven't seen it already, you can actually sign up for the PTR beta, and they actually have a, a free to play announcement trailer as well. Oh yeah, huh? We got something sexy and new too. Ooh. You're welcome, guys. Uh. I'm not totally horrible at this art stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So if you pay attention to all the little things in the pizza, in the free-to-play announcement, uh, there's a DJ Razzar, which I really, really want now. Really, really want. So, yes, you can sign up for beta, uh, but um, I wanted to talk about this. This is something that we're going to go into a little bit later. So uh, with the free-to-play and the subscription stuff, you can only be a part of betas. I'm sorry, not betas. I apologize. In uh, Never mind. Never mind. You, I'm wh- stupid. What? Did you just have a stroke? Yeah, um, really? Did like you? live stroke. <laughs> what Let's were you going to say? That really over. curious. Let's start that over. <laughs> right now, everyone has PTR. It's closed for the moment. You can go. Yes. They're signing PTR up for PTR what I was for the free to play right now. Oh, Please do. Either you're new, you're returning, or currently subscribed. Just well, no. What I was what I was going to say is if you go – once the game starts, um, free to play users will not get uh, PTR access. That's right. very true. So, is right. what I was trying to say, but then I realized that beta and PTR are two completely different things. Right. Yes. So beta is uh, – there's a PTR for the beta of free-to-play, and then there's the PTR for the game, like, development cycle. Once it transitions. So I want to stop and we talk about We are confusing the... this really hard for them. No, it's fairly simple. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I, it, regardless, the, the part I want to focus on is that um, free-to-play users won't have access to PTR for the game, which – is silly isn't it like we had a short conversation about this a a while ago and we kind of came to the conclusion that um i mean ptr is about testing the game and one of the tests that you need to do is test how it reacts to volume yeah a stress test so i I don't understand what they gain by limiting the number of people that go into the ptr like i I see that they want to like oh yeah you get an exclusive first look at the content but that's not what that server's for that server's for testing the content to make sure it's it's not broken it's a little different from beta last year when we were literally stress testing the game you can only get on by you know trying to get the game now you really do we don't we need we don't need to stress test blighthaven we don't need to stress test starcom basin we need to test out all of these new free options that are coming so and, i yeah. i was on i was on uh wildcast this week mm-hmm. and we had this exact same conversation so um 
the difference is, is it's not a stress test that's the concern is. It's the pure population. So let's say, okay, 100% of, of subscribers now currently have access to PTR, right? Yeah. So we look at, let's go the free-to-play uh, model. Let's say 50% of the people are free-to-play. That's 50%. I know. I'm being very generous, and you'll understand my point. 50% of people are free-to-play. 50% of people are signature players, Okay. Only 50% of the overall population will have access to PTR. And then only a small percentage of those people are actually going to go in. Let's say 10% of them are actually going to go into that. And that itself is also extremely, extremely forgiving as well. So you're not getting as many people in-game to test new things. So, for example, it's not stress tests. It's testing to make sure things aren't buggy, to make sure that when an Esper goes up to this uh, to this character and clicks on them, it does the exact same when a Spellslinger, a Warrior, when... Right, it, right. And so the more people in there, the more people in PTR, the more things can be tested. Again, it doesn't have to be a stress test. Now, the guys... You're right. So the more people you have in PTR, the more use cases you get, like the chances that any one of those people will do something unique is higher when there are more people. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's really important. Now I have a lot of people, not a lot of people, somebody in chat, uh, your own fear said um, that PTR was, Oh, I'm sorry. Chestnut said PTR was always dead when I was on it. it yeah. There were lots of times where PTR was completely empty, but there were times when PTR was like thriving. There were like, we've been in PTR uh, server. We've been in the PTR server when there have been like a ton of people in it. Like we've seen that before. And, and again, I, I want to reiterate, it doesn't matter. There could be like one other person on PTR other than yourself. But the thing is, is that you are doing a unique form of actions that is equal to numbers and letters um, in the game on the back end. And it is causing errors because it's communicating differently by you. By you walking straight forward or you walking around and back to the same area are different accesses and different numbers that, that cause it. So – very more, simplified, but yeah, yeah, right. it, it totally makes sense. There and, also and does, the benefits are being on the PTR that tie into a signature account. So, well, well, the thing about um, being on, and this is what the guys over at Wildcast were saying, is that well, while signature players get access to PTR, they also are getting access to the new builds for each class. So, for example, um, I'm a stalker. I go into the game and. Um, I, I test out my stalker abilities and I realize that there is a substantial change or there's amp changes or amp fixes or uh, uh, um, level adjustments. With that information, I'm able to go straight into live knowing all of this information while someone that doesn't have PTR access has to do that. It's those pay to win. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> have to, I'm getting have- rid of that phrase. Tonight. <laughs> have, not that. have to now the people that that don't have ptr access have to wait until the game releases or hope that someone that's on ptr make points out these this information and creates content so that people can view it it could point, be us point 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 but i i, I mean, <laughs> that was that was just the the thought process of why ptr didn't have um that was only signature yeah it, I, it strikes me as odd but i, I see why they would do it but let's move on because we got a lot of stuff to cover. Yes, we do. So in the live stream and in everything else, they are stressing, guys, this is not pay to win because we are breaking down the barrier to free to play. We are not going to put any items in any way, shape, or form will allow power creep to set in or allow people to have a significant edge over other players. Uh, some people will translate free to play to being anything as anybody an advantage, but it 
free-to-play specifically is something that gives you a distinct power advantage against other players. And XP experience gain and money gain isn't really that. Uh, so don't worry too much about it. You Mostly the, co the cosmetic stuff's going free-to-play. So mounts going to go free-to-play. Or, for, sorry, pay stuff, cash stop. Mounts are going cash stop. Pets going cash stop. Costumes, experience pots, you know, trasmats, everything else like that. Uh, it, it's The best part is that they've allowed this cash shop option people that want to spend the money and they allow people that don't want to spend any money at all the opportunity to still get all of those items and with the new currency two new currencies one for yeah the pay, one for the non-pay i bits for non-pay and coin for the pay i uh too, ma too, too many, many currencies too, too many, many currencies right way too many currencies. we have renowned I'm, I'm for dungeons we have um glory, glory for advanced dungeons and raids we uh -huh. have Procedure for gems. PvP, we have Elder uh -huh. Gems for post-leveling, uh -huh. we have uh, Contract oh, Points oh. for Contract Points, we have Gold for Gold, now uh -huh. we have Omni Bits for people that want to pay money, and Coin for mm -hmm. money, and then also Loyalty Points. That's so many currencies, and it sounds That took kind way of, too long. That, that took sound way kind of too long. But it is. That was like two minutes of fucking talking about what currencies we had. What if the actual world worked that way? We'd be fucking screwed. Well, it does, but... yeah. But that's oh, yeah, for more specifically worldwide. These, <laughs> these two specific currencies are thus. Endcoin is when you're actually going to spend physical money in your game for your game to unlock stuff. Omnibits are going to be the free to play or the free equivalent of that. Every time you're going to kill things uh, and possibly even quest rewards, you'll hopefully get a drop of Omnibits. Obviously, you're not going to unlock everything as fast as if you would with Endcoin, but you can save up those Omnibits and still buy just about everything in the cash shop with Omnibits instead of Endcoin. You literally can still play this game and get almost everything you want for absolutely free. And it does even more to that. All you need is time. All you need is time. Lots and lots of time. Time, a little <laughs> bit of luck, some some willingness to do it. So don't be freaking out going, they're going to yeah. just make sure we can't do anything fun. It's not Swotor. You're not blocked out of that. We're going to get to that in a little bit too. So... What happens to people when yeah. the transition happens to the subs? Something cool. Well, I, what I was going to talk about is um, to give people an example of how the Omnibits and the Endcoins are working is uh, think of how Smite does their currency where they any have MOBA, really. uh, coins. Huh? No, any, not all MOBAs. Almost any or, MOBA. Really. I guess you could just say most MOBAs. Yeah. So, yeah, Smite has uh, coins and then gems. Not and, coins. What's it called? Favor? Favor. Favor. You have... Uh, you have favor, which you get by logging on, playing games, and then uh, you have you have the gems, which you can buy things with both, uh, but it requires significantly less gems than it does favor, so on and so forth. Are you logging on to Smite right now? Don't you? No, turn on Smite. <laughs> we got a big cast to do and a lot of stuff talking. About. You are not getting on yeah, Smite right now. Favorite. <laughs> I was just confirming we weren't saying the wrong words. So so before we go on, um, I also wanted to point out the thing that's uh, currently being shown right now is actually the uh, Wildstar uh, YouTube video, free-to-play free YouTube video, which is actually really, really entertaining. And there is a ton of Easter eggs. I mean, a ton of Easter eggs in Which them. we'll also go over some of them. Yes. Uh, all right. Sorry. Keep going, Doc. So everyone's going, okay, what's going to happen when, when the transition happens? Don't we get some kind of deal if we're subscribed already? It, I have a bit of an issue with that, and I'll go with, into that eventually. You get towards the end of this. But if you are currently subscribed, and if you decide to subscribe by the 15th, you get a few kickback items. If you have been subbed since day one, which is June 3rd, 2014, and currently, currently, take that with a grain of salt, currently, 
have never had lapsed time in your account, meaning you've constantly kept up with cred, you constantly kept it up with paying a monthly fee or anything else, game time card, you will get two specific items. A title called The Living Legend! And you will also get an Ichthian-themed bug mount. The crawler mount. Ichthian crawler mount. Ichthian yeah, crawler mount. which is super cool. Which is currently on screen right now. Uh, it looks huge, It's massive! Check out awesome. where the seat is! That's not a mouse! That's not a mouse! Awesome. It's a cockpit! It's a cockpit! That thing is massive! <laughs> get, like, three of those in yeah, front of the contract pretty, board? I'm, That's I'm it! Totally We're done! around with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> contract board or in the uh, crafting zone. You're oh, just God. like, screw this, I'm out. If you crawl around in front of the bank, it's just like mammoths and wow. God, please don't do that, guys. Please don't. Okay, so this is my thought. This is my thought. I think it's as tall. Again, this is pure speculation. I think it's as tall as a uh, war pig, but as wide and as round as the uh, snarfling. Honestly, I think it's almost as big as the the Ichthian primes. Nithian Primes are, it's like maybe, it's gotta be like half the size of Nithian Prime. That, that bastard's so massive. So, Clover, in, in chat, Clover says, bigger than the Snarflings K? Question mark? And Kadium's response like is, it. yes in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> but. So, that's probably gonna be pretty big. <laughs> got people that have been yeah. subscribed since June 3rd. Everyone that's subscribed currently, and anyone that subscribes so I, before June 15th. I'm getting it. Krug, Krug, are you getting it? Getting what? The, the mount and all the, the other mount. stuff. Oh, yeah. I've been subscribed the whole time. Oh, yeah. Doc, what about yourself? I might not because I had a security car, a security <laughs> breach on my card. So technically speaking, I might be 12 hours of laps. So whatever. It happens. Oh, but instead of getting, if anybody that's subscribed currently and subscribes so, so before the... June 15th, let me continue. <laughs> sure, no, no, no. Go for it. <laughs> you get some other cool items. Everyone that subscribes is getting the DJ Caretaker mount that is in the free-to-play video. Everyone's also mount. Getting, not a sorry, mount. decor item. Not decor a mount. Item. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm so stuck on mounts. Think before words. Thinking before words. You also get a you disco. Just, you just you just wrap your arms around the the caretaker and you 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 piggyback on it. Take <laughs> me <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you also get a disco snogla companion pet. You get that brand new housing track that's in the free to play announcement. Which, yeah. Which I want you to explain the disco um, uh, snail uh, in lore. Do it. Go for it. Come on, lore hound. There Do was it. Make one, it real. There was one very <laughs> bored Chua. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming Mondo Zax just had a very lonely night. No one came to his party. So he said, fuck it, and just stuck a snail to the, to the, to the ceiling and let it just spin around in circles. That's all I got right now. <laughs> you also get the Nexus Loyalist title. And mm-hmm. it's pretty much most of what all you get. It's a kickback, guys. We don't. We didn't really need to get anything. Wildstar said, "Hey, everyone that's been with us this long, thank you for the transition. We hope you transition with us into free to play. Here's some stuff from us to you that we just wanted to give you a token of our appreciation." People already on the subreddit and the forums and on Twitter have been saying, "Hey, guys, um, I have an issue with my account. Where before where I have been out for like a day or two, three, four days. Uh, do I? Can I?" petition for the Ichthian mount so far Donatelli has been saying on the live stream no there's no lapse in time if you lapse at all you do not get the mount and yeah it sounds kind of rough I can I can see where people that have had a lapse in an account of like a week can petition for it but people who say no guys I let my la- my account last back in November and I'm going to resubscribe in like October can I still get the mount I need the mount give me the mount why don't you give me the mount you suck no if you legitimately let your account lapse, you have no goddamn right to, to ask for it. 
You really don't. And that's what that's what bugs me about it. it it's the same thing I said before. It's it bugs me when people feel that sense of entitlement. I, I don't get why you have to get shiny things just because. My five year old, when I say no, you don't get candy, doesn't say. Meh, meh, meh. Well, she does sometimes, but most times she. <laughs> I was gonna say that's not true at all. Most of the I time, she's okay with it. She's like, okay, daddy, I understand. Guys, can you so, please okay. be better than a five year old? <laughs> so I. I... I would like to go over some of the differences between uh, like of of what's happening with free to play, because if you are currently subscribed and you do change uh, to free to play, there will be some changes. Uh, And if Chrome wants to work properly, let's see, eh, maybe um, we can actually show you some of the changes that has happened. So uh, your character slots, if you are free to play, you only get two character slots. you also only get four costume slots, two banks, uh, personal bank slots, and only a thousand uh, total housing decor items um, for for placement in your house. Now, I kind of agree; it's really severe at first glance. Eh, eh you but you put in omni. I mean, the only thing that I'm really against is the character slots one. Hold on, hold on, but there's something. Hold on, there's something I need to to share with those people. Share with if those you people. bought a box, not a physical copy of the box, but a digital version of the game, or you won a box from QTimes.com, uh, you uh, actually will stay to twelve character slots, six costume slots, five personal bank slots, and two thousand total decor items placed. So, so for right those, now. yeah, exactly. So. If you just wait until the game starts on free-to-play and join on free-to-play, you are significantly limited than if you uh, have a box or start subscribing and playing now. So if you're thinking about getting into the game, I I honestly suggest starting playing now and play it subbed for a couple months. You know, we're suspecting that it's going to be, you know, four months or so before the game actually flips over. They they haven't given us an official date. They just said... um, uh, spring, fall, winter? I don't know. One of those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> other things. Other things that are changing. Let me scroll further down. Look, there's a uh, lot of it. We'll, we'll bring up the big points. Th- there is. And, and we're not get, Yeah, absolutely. We're not going to. Uh, I do want to mention the, the, the crafting stuff. The crafting stuff so is, is a big difference. You get no bonuses. Yeah. So uh, if you're free to play, there's no change for you uh, for the boards. But if you do have a. Uh, if you signature experience thank you you have a minus 15 overcharge risk which means you can overcharge your stuff a little bit stronger than every push it real else. good so so hold on guys i have a question about this if you are a crafter and you have this would you consider this to be pay to win because technically you're now getting stronger equipment than everyone else I mean, it's no. pay to be better, but I don't think it's pay to win. I don't think like, you'd still to have to go out. So you, let's say I'm a weaponsmith. I could make a better weapon than you could make me a better weapon, but uh, I'd still have to go out and find other crafters to help finish my set of gear. So, I mean, it's you still have to give them money. You still have to. It's, then, it's, it's not the be all end all of. No, of no. And, and, and people that are, you can still place winning. them on the auction house. So you are able to. <clears throat> Put better quality gear out there, and overcharge and, and isn't as free to play. Are you are allowed to uh, purchase that equipment? And overcharge mm-hmm. is so not something access. that uh, that's guaranteed. It's just a, a little easier leeway to get that thing done. If you mess up, you mess up, and everything's destroyed. That's true. There's still the risk of failure, regardless. Yeah, um, potential risk of failure, regardless. You earn an additional twenty five uh, percent in extra currency, which I think is awesome. Uh, 
10% uh, bonus material proc chance. Oh, and I, I'm going to agree with everybody in chat who's saying uh, 15% overcharge isn't going to matter on crafted gear. Game, the rest of the gear in the game is still going to be way better, which, yes, that's probably still going to be and here's true. the thing. We're talking about the 15% overcharge. That seems to be much more beneficial than a 10% target radius size. Whoop-de-freaking-do. <laughs> that extra 10% um, don't mean jack shit. I'm just saying, holiday events. You also ad- ad- earn an additional 25% extra currency for holiday events. Oh, which I makes me that. think that there are currencies specifically dedicated to holiday events. I will events. scream. <laughs> Carmine, stop releasing currencies. Please, <laughs> please release dungeons with the frequency that you currently release currencies. That would be super swell. I can't Too wait for Severed Heads currencies for Shades Eve. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna have like bottle caps at some point that they're just gonna get sued. By... <laughs> who owns Fallout? I don't know who owns the Fallout franchise. Somebody. Uh, so uh, I'm kind of confused about the extra currency thing. I don't know if this means that I am. So I'm gonna be on the um, the subscription plan. What's it called? Mm-hmm. It's called it's the like signature service. So. I'm going to be a signature member for a while at least because I have like two months of thing already paid for. Uh, so am I going to be getting 25% more than I am now? Or is yeah. everybody yes. that's not signature going to be they getting are, 25% less? They no. are not changing so the base. To, like, yeah, they're so not changing the base. Yeah. Everyone that's signature is okay. getting more. Okay. If you're free to play, you're just going to live right where you are now. Which okay. isn't that that's bad. Reasonable. But yeah, and I guess if they were to change the base, they'd have to rework the economy like drastically. So, so it, this is the last really big thing that I wanted to point out, which is XP. XP is earned yeah. uh, normally at free to play, and an additional twenty five percent XP if you're a signature player. This is the question I have for you guys. Currently, we have an additional fifteen percent XP bonus for because they if decided the everything. game was too great. Huh? No, yeah, and then you get an additional two percent uh, XP if you are uh, have a two step authentication. So then you have technically, XP, if, then you have XP pots. You literally have an extra. We're not talking about. Oh, we're, okay. we're not going to talk about. No, 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 no. no. We're, I'm just talking <laughs> about flat bases that just stay constantly. Okay, mm-hmm. we have seventeen percent XP bonus. Does that mean that that twenty five percent is additional to the seventeen, or are we losing that fifteen percent? Getting a twenty five percent instead. Betting, I'll take that. It's additional. Honestly, it's going to make all running. I so wouldn't much doubt if they got. Rid of, I wouldn't doubt if they got rid of that fifteen percent bonus. To be completely honest with you, because that fifteen percent bonus was a band aid. Because you're like, oh, everyone's complaining that it's too grindy. Well, here you go. We're going to knock that fifteen percent out. Give that to free to play people. They can do the extra two percent if they get the two step authentication. But then there's the the signature players are just getting an overall. 25%, which means you and I, the three of us, would only be getting an additional 10%. I, I honestly so think they're just going to keep it as a named... base and then just additional stuff, additional stuff, additional stuff. Yeah, so somebody in chat named Torin Rage Quit says that uh, the 25% is an add on top, so apparently that would be 25% extra XP to what you're getting now, which would, that's a high percentage. <laughs> I'm going to stop playing my alt. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of XP. I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see. Uh, if I can get, like, an Elder Gem every 30 seconds now with that 25%, that'd be great. That'd be super <laughs> that'd swell. That'd be insane. Uh, there's um, a, just two more ba- major it. contention points that people have been talking about with this. One of this being the, um, the uh, what's it called? Guilds and Circles. Cube. Oh, Guilds and Circles. That one's more important. <laughs> and honestly, I'm yeah, okay yeah, with the way yeah. it stands right now. Currently, with <laughs> free-to-play transition, 
If you are free, you cannot create war parties, you cannot create circles, you cannot create guilds, but you can be invited into them. If you're a signature, nothing changes as it is on live right now. People keep saying, well, what if I'm a guild leader and I go free to play? Well, they've already answered that. If you're a guild leader or a circle leader, you will retain your guild leader status, your guild and circle will stay alive, you can still manage it, even if you're free to play. Uh, I don't have a problem with this at all. And the idea is, is yes, we want people to come in, we want them to experience all the social aspects. We don't want to flood the market with extraneous guilds and circles that end up just collapsing under their own weight or a lack of activity. So, well, I, I don't, I wouldn't say it, it would be extraneous guilds or circles. I mean, because circles mean absolutely, I mean, aren't a huge thing. And then as for a huge, large amount of guilds, I, it would be awesome to have more than three guilds to choose from right now. Uh, I mean, I, it wouldn't matter for me. But what I, what I am gonna say is that uh, I understand it because the way uh, the game works is that if you create a guild as a free to play player, you have a ex- like, and you have a bunch of people in your guild. You can turn around and get a whole bunch of gold, and this can be gold farming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that that is not something we want to do deal with in the game, and we've already had to deal with it in the past. Um, it makes sense. This is just kind of one on one free to play stuff to me as far as i can yeah. tell but that's just me so we've gone through most of the big points in the free to play transition so i want to whoa whoa head. whoa whoa buddy oh, no, whoa no, whoa no, what no q bypass oh yeah i haven't talked about q bypass okay so just to make sense q bypass does not mean q bypass for everything it's not a front of the line pass for battlegrounds or arenas or dungeons it's a q bypass for logging in because let's be honest the idea is to get more players playing when that thing transitions into free-to-play, the first month or two, it's going to be heavy, heavy traffic. Whether you're going to be sticky-gucking so, in it for free and walking away two days later, or logging in and staying and subbing, it's a lot of people logging in. And so they said, look, if you are signature so, status, we'll give you priority access so you can get in faster. Wasn't the whole point of mega servers for that to not matter? No, the idea yeah, for mega servers is to handle like... the people coming in. The mega servers in the, in the login, I don't think, are, are, are tied together. Are they? Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's all the same connect. It's all the same. Okay, so the whole point of the mega server is to have as unlimited amount of players on the server at one time. They if, if more, unlimited is not the right word. <laughs> as more as a more large people join, they can add they can add more server space without having to have the server go down. Still not unlimited, but okay. A, a I, heavy I, amount. I, it's more. We can make it larger than than the amount of people that are going to ever log into the game theoretically yes uh, yeah so sure. in, in our yeah. case it's unlimited for us okay it's it it's more than we can fathom um so the whole point of that is, is i don't understand why it would matter on logins because we could they could theoretically just continue to make the server larger and larger and larger so that more and more people can pass through and be in okay i have an analogy for this my analogy is thus if you've ever been to disneyland Let's take the Haunted Mansion into consideration as this idea. It's a people mover. It's designed to get people in and out constantly through this ride. Now, the ride is the mm-hmm. mega server. It's just going to keep pumping people in. It's going to keep pumping people through. It's going to keep pumping people out. The queue to get into the Haunted Mansion, to get into that Doom buggy, is... I, I used to work there. I just keep using the terms. Um, <laughs> the, the line is the queue. The line is the queue mm-hmm. to log in. Once you're in the mansion, in the elevator, going down, seeing the hanging guy, now you're in the actual game. But getting in there, the wait time's like 40 minutes. 
That's why yeah, but you the, have signature the service, you now have to wait like maybe 510, and then you get to enjoy the, the rest of the ride. The difference between that scenario and this scenario is that instead of uh, the queue, uh, like the, the speed of the ride increasing, it would be that they made the entire thing twice as big. It's not a perfect analogy, but that's, that, <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, there, there are tons of other things that could be taken into consideration aside from just space on the server, like – uh, the amount of time it takes to process each login request or like to – there are a lot of other technical reasons that there could be – that a queue could be necessary that would still result in everybody being on the same server at the same time. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's possible that it's it, – it, it, it doesn't make any sense for, for us to really talk about what – why this shouldn't apply to that specific thing because the technical reasons are, are – so many. <laughs> but, yeah, but either way, it's it's line queue. It's it's to get yes. to the actual game. It's to get into the server. Maybe they're going to switch us back to normal now, servers. Now, now, keep this in mind. All this is updating as we get closer and closer to the transition. Things can change. Truth. Things can be altered. We have a disclaimer Truth. for that, which we haven't put up yet because someone's lagging behind. Don't take our word for it. Where do you want me to put the disclaimer? Right smack dab over your giant... face. I have a giant screen right here. You transition that I can't... back to the normal screen. Come on, come on, come on. Let's do this. <laughs> Did you just clap at him? Indigo might murder you in your sleep. Here, would you like <laughs> to also put the tinfoil hat on as well? Let's just flood the whole screen. Okay, so we talked about most of the major points. We obviously so didn't go over all of them because people have already seen them. They've already talked about it. Shaq and Oxford talked about it. Wildcast talked about it. The live stream covered it. Let's get a little more of our own opinions on it because I've personally kept my voice out of the subreddit and the forums last few days to di- digest this. So what do you guys think? Digestish? I stayed out of it because I didn't want to hear people. <laughs> Is that bad? No. True. No, 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 no. It's not bad at uh, all. So I was um, – I'm going to go back to the way we were talking way back when we kind of very first started this podcast, maybe like around episode 12 or something like that when we – we're talking about free to play and that that subject was broached over and over again and we had talked about what our opinions were and mine was uh the only free to play transition i've ever been a part of was team fortress 2 and that worries me a little bit because the free to play transition for team fortress 2 while it was successful it got a lot of people in made the community unbearable like mostly young people joined because they were the people who couldn't join before because they didn't have money and they were not all the most mature people in the world and, and you know, those kinds of problems. The Wildstar community right now, if you're in the game, nine times out of ten, you interact with someone, it's a great interaction. There's obviously the, like, trolls every once in a while and you just got to deal with that. That's the internet. Um, but going free-to-play, that ratio might shift towards the negative side. I hope it doesn't. I'm more than willing to see, you know, how it plays out. Uh, but that's kind of where I'm at with that. Like, I, I hope it does not affect the really, really high standards that I have for this community in game. Okay. Uh, so I'm waiting for someone to go through our old uh, podcast and find the time when I said, uh, I'm going to quit if this game goes free to play. I well, legitimately, here we are really waiting hour. for someone to, yeah. So, uh, my, my answer to that is, is I've, I've, I've grown too attached to the game. I've grown extremely attached to the game. I've grown extremely attached to the community, the people that I talk to on a regular basis. And I've grown uh, attached to the community for STOS a lot. That being said, if for, it, it, I will keep playing the game as long as I'm still enjoying playing the game. 
that entitles the community as well. And the problem I have with free-to-play usually is that the community tanks. And that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid the community will tank, and that is going to cause me to no longer have fun. Because if you're playing an MMO by yourself, you're not playing the right game. Like, you're not even playing the game. You know, the whole point of an MMO is to be, be, be playing it with other people. And as free-to-play usually happens, is it that, that pile of trolls that used to live on Facebook saying, this game sucks, why is it free-to-play, are now have access to the game. And they're, they're, they're coming. So I'm waiting for Zone Chat to just be like, oh, this game still sucks. Because people now have no barrier to come in and shit talk people that are enjoying a game. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. Go for it, Doc. Now, I, I wrote down notes so I can keep myself on track with this. So at first, I was very angry when I heard free-to-play instead of buy-to-play. And I went, oh my god, this is... Ah, I, can't, I can't fucking stand free-to-play <laughs> games for the exact reasons you guys pointed out. I had to digest the last few days about everything. Uh, and hearing Donatelli and Pappy be very frank about it, at first I was like, no, you guys are wrong. Why? Make it buy-to-play. We need extra money so we can pay people to stay on this goddamn team. And then it hit me that I could be right, and at the same time, I could be also a little bit entitled going, I want to keep my gated community, and maybe free-to-play is probably the better option. Um, I have also said in the past, you know, when it goes free-to-play, my thing has always been how they treat the player, how they treat how they're going to charge the player, and then also how the community treats itself and each other. So far, I really do like this setup for free-to-play. Yes, some things are a little harsh, and they're questionable, and I really have issues with them, but OmniBits will take care of a lot of the purchasing stuff. Uh, the weird thing that really scares me is the potential pricing for additional optional content, like expansion packs or other kind of side quests and whatnot. I really no, hope it's fair. It. We didn't touch on it. It's it's kind of a, a footnote right now because they haven't done anything for pricing yet. Same thing with the loyalty program and the cash shop. We only touched about Endcoins. Uh, I... If it, I understand charging like five, ten bucks for some kind of optional content, if it's worth it, if the value and the content match together, I'm cool with that. But if you start seeing an expansion pack for like 20, 25 bucks on top of whatever people are paying, I, I, I just gotta go, no, 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 no. I, I can't, why are you doing this? That's, it's too much. Like, at least I feel that I will really start having issues with that. The community. What if, mm-hmm. what if they were like, all right. So it's quarterly updates. So if you're subscribed for four months, you get the the update for free. If you're free to play, you have to pay an additional $25 per. I, I have to take in how the free to play gets charged as well. And I don't think they're going to mm-hmm. make that kind of exception for them. So, mm-hmm. to, But then again, it's all personal opinion. My, yeah. my idea of thinking, oh, 25 bucks is too much. Somebody else go, no, I'll pay 25 bucks. That's all personal opinion. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I am also a little afraid of the community. But I'm also afraid of the current built-in community. The reason I asked you guys and talked to you guys about Strange Tales from Outer Space and the reason we started it up was I wanted to have a game where community can be accepting, they can have discussion, they can be, they can have dissenters, they can have discussion, they, they can be brought together. Yes, we're going to have an influx of people. I don't want the community that's currently active to close itself off to them. That's what I'm really worried about. Not That's so true. much the trolls. Yeah, and- I'm worried about how this community is going to go, oh, okay, here's a new free players. Instead of being open to them and having an open mind and open discussion and being helpful, I don't want them to go, no, no, this is our game first and you're free to play and I don't, you sit over here over your garden wall and I'll sit over here in my castle. No, that's not how we do this. 
We are a goddamn. How would community. you tell if? How would you tell if someone's a free to play player? Uh, they'll. Would you say able to, you'll be like, able to find give out me your lit? Give me your legendary uh, living legend. (laughs) I swear, if I ever hear anyone say, "If you're not wearing your living legend like tag, then I'm not gonna be in this like dungeon with you or whatever," I will just immediately and for the rest of every day that I play this game, report them every single day. I will have a list by my desk. Now every morning, I'll wake up, sign into WildStart, report a list of people for being douche nozzles, and then log out and go to work. The reason reason I brought that part up there is that. Jazzy, Jazzy and Chad oh, said, hey, the mm. community has been so used to defending itself from outside of the game that it could actually physically like, really happen. Uh, other other unnamed websites that came back from the dead don't follow, don't do their research and thrash the game. So their community thrashes the game. And they're coming in. Other communities that were, were spurned and rightfully so from what they were trying to get from the game are coming back in that we could be defensive. And I pray and I hope that the community that's listening to it, to this podcast and listening to this this live stream, can take a deep breath when the transition happens and go, yeah, it's going to be different. We can still make this better. And as long as we keep the community as in- inviting and accepting and as up-to-date and as knowledgeable and not gate ourselves off, I'm going to still be here running STOS. And I hope you two are with me through most to all of it. And I, I hope that we keep having people come back. <laughs> So, so, so Krug, Krug said something this week, uh, and I uh, 100% full-heartedly agree with what he said. Oh, you agreed with something. Okay. I'm, in, I'm interested in what you have to – go ahead. So Krug made a statement saying uh, if anyone bashes on someone for being free to play, uh, like I – instant ignore, like just yeah. immediately oh, – yeah. Because the thing is, is that while I do not plan on becoming a free-to-play player, if you become a free-to-play player, I'm not going to bash on you for being a free-to-play player. If that's the if that's the game that you want to play and that's the access that you want to have, do it. That's uh, cool. Yep. Awesome. More people into the game because you, guess what? Now guess what? More dungeons are going to pop. More PvP is going to pop. More arenas. More more everything's going to pop more because there are going to be more people. And, and I ex- appreciate that aspect of it. bad players. Expected. I will say. I will Fully say. Expect people that don't know. Please feel free to continue judging people by their merits. Like I have no yeah. problems with you judging people by their merits. If somebody's a douche, call him a douche. But don't call him a douche because he's not paying money for the it, game. That's it, dumb. It, exactly. It, exactly. And that—that's what I got from that statement that you made. Is yeah. that if exactly if someone's being an ass, then one day go screw him. I will judge but, uh, a dick. Why? Nope. Nope. <laughs> not nope. by. Nope. <laughs> Just stop. Just. Just stop now. <laughs> Just. Oh, fuck. My children will log into this game and judge nope. a dick not nope. by the size of his nope. penis, but the color and inside of the portitude of it. And if he's a douche, he shall call him a douche. I'm going to ignore that whole entire so part good. just We're happened. So good. I'm going to ignore that entire part. I have a dream. To... No. One day I will finish Sword of Maiden Veteran without dying 15 times in one run. And fuck that holdout. The end. Oh, oh. <laughs> Indigo, please. 
but, but so something that I am, I was, I, I will say something very, very positive. And we were talking about being defensive uh, people, um, uh, not us, not us specifically, but uh, the community of Wildstar because they have been defensive outside of the game that they may be defensive to those new players coming in. I will say running around because I just started a running around there has been a tremendous amount of people that i've noticed in zone chat going hey guys if you need help uh you know let me know if you're a new player i you know i'd love to help you know anything that you guys need any questions in zone areas i'm like oh have you been playing yeah i've been playing since beta i just wanted to be here to help out anyone that's new or coming back to the game if they need help and i'm like that's so awesome that like i'm i and i'm hoping that that continues on yeah so so I have a few more words before we start to slow down and close off the free-to-play segment and talk about helping new players out. This is why it's going to be an extra long cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, uh, Carbino, fix your goddamn optimization. Please. <laughs> like, goddamn life in me. I know some of you are listening. You guys, seriously, please get a group together and just go, look, we're, the phasing is kind of working. We got to work on that a little more. Please, you have time. We don't we don't want to run in a situation like we did at launch where we have two weeks for Elder Game testing and that's it. And we don't know what the hell we're doing. You've had a year. I know there's going to be hiccups for the first two months. I get it. Please continue to keep fixing this and, and, and making it better. The, or you're going to drive all the people away in droves. Here's the thing. is that We don't have two months. We don't have two months after the launch. We have the launch. This launch has to go smooth. Because the thing is... It doesn't is that have to go perfect. It has to go smooth. It, they can't go backwards. They can't go back to subscription model now that they've made this step. They can't go backwards. So what this means is you have to be on your freaking game and you have to be so smooth on this transition that those players that this one is their first time through or two manage to give them a second try. This is this is it, guys. Like you only have so many chances, and this has to be that. Um, There there is something else uh, I wanted to mention before we move move on, though, is the one year anniversary stuff. Yes. Oh, we're talking about birthdays. Which uh, there's another birthday we have to say. Happy birthday, Wildcast. Yes, it's their. Oh yeah, it's their two year. Those old men are older than the game they're commenting on. Happy birthday, Wildcast, <laughs> Walter, and JB, who have started it up, and Avid Guru. Hell yes, the old men, the, the older statesmen of Wildstar content creating. And can we, can no. we sing them? No, that no, is copyrighted. We, we had this conversation, remember? A long oh, conversation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what about the other happy birthday song? No. But there are some awesome uh, birthday things that you will be getting. Oh, we're playing the other Doc, birthday song. Do you want to? Oh, yes. No. Birthday, it's your candle blown birthday. Sweat, 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 sweat. <laughs> Look, starting tomorrow, uh, if you're listening to the live stream, uh, June 1st, for those who are listening to the audio, through June, June 30th, 30 days, the whole month. if you the log into Wildstar in general, you're going to get a few awesome goodies. You're going to get the anniversary door title. You're going to get an anniversary round. No, 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 no. You, oh. you have to say it right. You have to say it. it's not and it's not like that. It's anniversarator. Anniversarator. Yeah. 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 You have to think of it like Arnold. Uh, we need Tony to come like... and do this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> what else are you getting? You're also getting the anniversary roused hour. Say that five times fast as a companion. Anniversary roused hour. 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 Good job. Good job. I'm, I'm happy for that. 
Uh, you're also getting a giant ass birthday cupcake decor item. I blame Cadium, by the way. A hundred percent blame Cadium on this one. Can I? Any, anyone else agree or disagree? Yeah, I, I raise my hand and agree on this one. It, I'll, I'll take that. All her. All right. I literally think she just kept poking somebody. So I said, "Fine, I'll put the goddamn cupcake in here." <laughs> can, can you start poking about the uh, taco space taco truck? Thank you. Um, yes. Uh, you also get a you also get a goddamn space taco truck multi person mount. It's gonna be awesome because you, you free tacos don't when you get that. You don't get no? that. Doc is lying to no? everyone. You don't God get that. God damn it. We've had a goddamn year, Carmine. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Hashtag Space Taco Truck is coming back. Season 2. Anniversary mm. <laughs> 2. You should do a mock-up of I it. Just, you should do like a fully Dockly artistic mock-up of what the Space Taco <laughs> Truck should look like. And last but not there least, you your actual Challenge item thrown. you're getting. Uh, we'll see. Last but not least, you're actually getting a dance explosion device. It will not actually force people to dance, though. Damn it. I know. So I was very disappointed in that. That seems a little... Mm. Well, you, you What's get, the point uh, of a uh, dance explosion if no one dances in the dance explosion? You can't so walk you away get, with sunglasses and look cool going, oh yeah. You also get uh, the official anniversary party starter pack. Whatever that means. It's super vague. I have no idea what it is. But my assumption with this photo that they have attached is that it's like either one-time use uh, items or it's like usable items, like single-click items that like balloons poppers, streamers, or something like that. My yeah, that's, that seems reasonable. Okay. The little screenshot. Oh, which is up, so you can all see it, so I if don't need to describe been it. Attention to, it's balloons. If you've been paying attention to the free-to-play announcement trailer and the pictures in the one-year anniversary stuff... There's some stuff you haven't seen before, too. Like togas on Granox and a daggun that follows people. And what the F is that giant freaking thing, bot doom thingy that the Granox is writing? Well, actually, we do know. So, yes. We're actually going to transition into that in the live streams. A few things that happened. They have talked about there being no leeway, blah, blah, blah. Afterwards, they said we're still kind of debating it internally. But most importantly, the first two cash shop items have been leaked. And Donatelli leaked them. And he also leaked something else, which I caught on the second viewing. But let's go into the, the first two leaked items. The cash shop. The first two items okay. that are supposedly going into the cash shop is a mount called the Protostar Enforcer. It's that giant spider tank that the Granok is riding at the end of the announcement trailer. That little wolf, the Dagon, that's following somebody is most likely going to end up being one of the first cash shop pets. There's also a picture floating around on the internet about a bunch of new costumes. So those might be showing up as well. So keep an eye out for that. It's not confirmed. Uh, so there's sorry stuff in the works. But guys, um, please don't ask for dyes coming into the cash shop. And I, I, I ask because of this. Everyone wants to get cash shop dyes. I get that. What do you think happens to the dyes when they're on the cash shop? Their rarity rates will most likely skyrocket through the roof. It's, if it's already hard enough to get a supernova uh, white or black hole black, yeah. Think about it now when you can actually pay for it. That drop rate's going to be insane. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, did you want to do your leg stretching now, and then we can continue on? Because uh, you wanted to do a little tiny break. Yes. Okay, so everybody that is still in chat, do not leave. We're doing an extra long uh, live stream tonight. The first part was all talking about the, the free-to-play transition. The second part after this break is going to be helping out any new and returning players. So guys, you have three to four minutes after we're done talking. We're going to take a small break 
and invite all your friends to come over that are thinking about joining the game, that are already coming back to the game, that have already resubbed, because we're going to need your help, and we're going to go through our own opinions on the best way to enjoy this game if you're resubbing or going to come into the transition. Awesome. And at, for that three-minute break, we're going to have some lovely, lovely music playing and a lovely, lovely video. So here you go, guys. See you a bit. because I haven't brought my sound up yet. We're oh doing it God. again. <laughs> All right, now you're good. <laughs> so I hope you guys had a nice little potty break, and I hope you guys had a chance to invite your friends and come check out what's going to happen next. I, I had to play what's that video. Next? I'm, I'm so confused. Okay. No, I'm so. just kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> Indigo, can you post the link to that video in the chat because someone was looking for it? Yes. Yes, it's, yes, I can. If you're listening to the audio podcast, you're probably tuning in right about now, and I'm going to inform you, that this is the second half of the extra long cast we're doing this week for the free-to-play transition. Here's the thing. Apparently, the internet knows Wildstar's going free-to-play. Did you know that? Nope. Nope, not at all. Okay, show's over, guys. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> no. Okay, here's what's going on, guys. We're getting a large influx of players coming in in the next few months. They're going to resub. They're going to check it out right now, spend their 10 free days. When the transition happens this fall, we're going to have you more. And some people have also talking about, you know, already resubbing in general. So we figured that because we want to make the community stronger and, and help people out, that this second half of the podcast is going to be catering to that. We're going to be talking about community fun stuff, and then we're going to be giving tips and tricks and advice, and we're going to be talking to you guys in chat as well to give their advice for people. That sounds a little vague, but bear with me. So first off... And, and, mm-hmm. and again, this is not a permanent part of the show. It's it's just because we ha- we had so much going on this week that we're... We're extending the show. It's still going to maintain the one-hour segment. It's just a special one this time. First off, yeah. for over 100 viewers, what in the F? What? I had to just say that. That's freaking awesome. Everyone from EU and NA and everyone is jumping in right now. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I, I'm literally excited for this. Okay, let's continue. We want to make this good for you. Wow. I'm going to need you to calm the fuck down. <laughs> no, not at all. So we're going to do some community <laughs> stuff first. Uh, we actually got yeah. a really cool article this week from one of the riggers, or one of the devs from Wildstar on the MirandaWrites.com. They actually got a chance to talk about, and they got permission from Carbine, to discuss why is the Starfling so damn awesome? Why is it awesome, guys? It, it, it's pretty awesome. And it, have you guys seen this link? It's it's really, really funny. It's um, it, it's how the Starfling gets so fluffy and it's the, the whole entire uh like diagram drawing of them building and creating the snarflings it's it's really awesome so i haven't like done i haven't done a whole lot of 3d design unfortunately myself i do know a little bit about it so what they do is they're using nerves to create its rig and with that in mind the sculptors the the animators can actually move and squash and move the character around i don't know how many other games are using nerves for their mounts and their character designs but it gives it a little bit of that Tex Avery, Looney Tunes, squash and pool that makes 2D animation so so 
visceral and, and, and nice and, and kinetic and gives it life. So with that nerves tech, the nerves rig, the snarflings can kind of squash and push and pull. You've seen it when it stops. You've seen it when it jumps. You've seen it when it flies around. It's it's something as an insight to the, uh, the behind the scenes of Wildstar, and I'm really glad we got to see this. As a person who loves the art team and any art team and any kind of 3D modeling team, it's really cool just to see it's not just a block that moves around. They got to try technology you don't see that often. So I think your daughter's cool. excited too. She is excited. <laughs> She's so <loud. laughs> So, so yeah, if you're into that whole whole uh, like graphic design bit and you want to relate that to a game you enjoy, which is Wildstar, go ahead and take a look at the article because there's a lot of information that's way over my head in it. Mm-hmm. I, I really like the fact that it's just like showing you diagrams, drawings, showing you like how it moves and like how we made like I, I don't know. I just really like getting a peek behind the Yes. You know that's, what I mean? I'm super into that whole concept yeah, of like I want to know exactly how everyone does everything and so this is a good start to that. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's super cool. I, re- I hope they keep doing more. Yeah. So let's move yeah. on for that. We got a whole bunch of other community stuff to go to before we get into helping out the new players. So for those of you that don't know, yes, in do. Wildstar, it's not we, just hmm? mm. it's not just legendary weapons. We don't stop at legendary. No, no I was guess no. We, we we don't go up to ten. We go up to motherfucking eleven in Wildstar. That pink though. So if you didn't know about the game, there's an additional. What do we stop at? Huh? We stop. Uh, we stop at eleven. What? Way to, way to just stop me. You're right there, buddy? Yeah, no. Doc, no. Hmm. keep talking. Oh, okay, cool. Keep talking. So for Wildstar, you have obviously <laughs> your rares and your legendary items. You also have one extra tier. They call it Artifacts. It is pink. It is awesome, as pink should be. Problem is, Artifact Le- Legends, Artifact Items, ugh, can't talk, are very rare. Spicy Piñata is the first person in the game to get a Artifact weapon. That pink, though. And he was showing off little bits of his legacy attunement for that because on your weapons, you can actually attune your weapons to become stronger. They do evolve over time, so it's, it makes it makes more sense to keep that weapon. And he's showing off one of the two cool things is that one of the attunement items is to go to a place in the game and take on two raid bosses at the same damn time. Kind of like a council fight, but it's not just a council fight where it's like the power spread is even between the bosses and the raid. It's two legit 100% full power raid bosses at once. And you gotta kill them or else your weapon never gets more awesome. And people say, yeah, no, let's go do this. Let's take this on and, and do it. So uh, this is a little picture for you. I believe a spicy piñata is gonna keep posting stuff. I wanna keep showing that off. It should be pretty fun. So speaking of how ridiculous people can be, there, so for those of you that don't know, we were originally doing 40 man rating. We realized that was a bad idea. You can't, it's hard to, hard to accept that in this day and age. So they did 20 man. Some people decided that 20 man wasn't enough and wasn't awesome. So they decided to do 12 man uh, genetic archives. I think that they were just like, um, I know we're kind of out of people and no one's available to do it, but there's 12 of us. Might as well just go in there and die a bunch. And they're actually doing (laughs) it though. They're literally 12 manning GA. Eight minus... Eight people less on the DPS scale, and they're still pushing through it. It's pretty cool. They cleared all genetic archives. Mm-hmm. They all do. They all did it. I honestly think you could probably ten man G at that point. If so you guys can... even mm-hmm. even if this concept doesn't like make you really interested and want to watch the videos of them clearing the the uh, the raid, there's a fail compilation that they put where it was just like 
some people like just fucking up constantly and it's the funniest thing it's the funniest thing ever like one of the first things in the compilation is they're pulling these two i think they're trash mobs and somebody like the the tank that's pulling them just rolls off of the ledge and kills himself (laughs) it's just the funniest thing i've ever seen it's just like oh that's that what you're supposed to do Zeri's in from chat says, I think they actually are trying 10-man now, but they haven't had any updates of how far they're getting. They're literally going for it. It's so cool. They're going to solo it next. Oh, Jesus Christ. People are already (laughs) soloing it. There's a tank that I've been told has been able to solo Mordecai Redmoon on his own in Veterans Volcano. Yeah, we saw that video on this podcast. That's ridiculous. That's the thing that happened. The one that you host. It's so ridiculous. (laughs) The one one that you host, yeah. (laughs) Remember that one? Yeah, uh, it's been like 47 episodes, guys. <laughs> it's been a while. I can't remember everything. Okay, let's move on because, like I said, we have the big meat coming up. I just wanted to recognize some cool community stuff. You got your big meat. I got your big meat right here. Mm-hmm. Spats Mizo Star Temple Maze right here. Boom. This thing is meaty. So a little bit of background. There's a guy on NA. His name is Spats Mizio. Mazio. He does mazes on his housing plot. He's had 15 so far. This specific maze, the Star Temple maze, has been 987 pieces, took 300 man-hours to complete, supposedly, and is not just a normal maze. He's put up a challenge. Mm-hmm. He's opening up this maze on Saturday, so yesterday, May 30th, at 11 a.m. Central Time. This challenge is going to go on until someone can finish it. The first person to solve that maze is going to get 100 bucks from Spats Mazio himself. Now, if you're from Canada or you're an EU doing his maze and you're like, you went, you made a bot an NA account and did it, he will actually change that $100 American into your, your equivalent currency and he will send it to you. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just like cred or something. He thinks that his maze is so damn hard. It's awesome looking. And it, well, and it was yesterday. The yeah, event was yesterday. yesterday. So I'm pretty sure it still hasn't been solved yet. No, I'm pretty sure. As far as we know, it hasn't been solved yet. No, no posts online, no posts on Twitter. He's giving away a hundred bucks. Can you do it? I can't do it. I wouldn't. I already know I can't. <laughs> so basically, there is one room that has is built very specific, and if you can get to that room and then take a screenshot and send it to him, that is the only way that you can win. So he's not actually going to sit on his plot for you know you. and watch you. He's actually waiting for the first person to send the screenshot of that of that said room. So get there, take that screenshot, and make it happen, guys. <laughs> Saying his name again in housing. Go to Spats Mazio. S-P-A-T-Z-M-A-Z-E-O. So that's Mazio. So I, I want to see someone can make it. He said people have gotten in there, lost, and logged out, rage quit over his last Mazio. <laughs> but people, people, he's throwing down the gauntlet, and I want to see if someone can finally pass it through. And if you click on the uh, Reddit link in the show notes, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, there is a video of the solution to his last maze that he made, which is crazy. <laughs> absolutely crazy like i'm i'm confused just watching it like i don't I know what's going on so cal scattered good in chat says the exile dominion he is exile so exile he's entity. exile yeah so if you're looking for that so let's move on to the next one there is a, a well, returning or new he's technically returning but new to content creation this guy named quantum he's from loppy seconds if i'm not correct if, if i'm correct in saying that <laughs> i didn't know that you didn't you just now got the name loppy seconds i didn't know that <laughs> I don't know how to do that. That's really funny. That's really funny. I'm super into that name. That guild's been around forever, dude. <laughs> it's an awesome name. Just saying how long it took you to get that name. Come on. Come on. Catch up. Anyway, 
Quantum Lobby is seconds. <laughs> okay. Okay. We get it. Sorry. Loppy seconds. Uh, sorry, Quantum. I should say has. <laughs> now you're making me laugh. Damn it. Quantum has been doing putting out balls amount of content. He's starting a new Machinima series. We don't have a whole lot of Machinima for Wildstar yet. He's starting a new series called Looking for Group, and this is episode one, The New Guy. So you might see it playing in the background of the content window. We're going to put the link in the description for show notes. It's kind of slice of lifey. It's kind of, uh, it's deadpan humor. It's like, uh, I think Arrested Development or The Office where there's no real laugh track for it. Like, here's the joke, laugh here. It's just kind of, here we are. This is the situation we're in. And if you play the game or are kind of new to MMOs in general or no MMOs in general, the humor is a little more universal than you would think. It's not just well star specific. So it's pretty funny. I, yeah, it's I, nice. I, think, I like it. I think this is great. And uh, he has some pretty good voices and could probably use a few more. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> huh? Huh? You goober. You're the gooberiest of goobers. Uh, so I think he was actually still. Laughs at loppy seconds. Oh, dude, don't judge the loppy seconds <laughs> giggles because those are the best giggles. Uh, I think he was actually looking for suggestions on what kind of content to create. Am I mistaken in that? Yeah, I uh, think so. So, yeah, go uh, hit him up, tell him what you'd like to see, and uh, maybe he'll start doing it. Because I know that, like, that Machinima-style video isn't the only thing that they were planning on doing. So. Yeah, they did Chest- do a free-to-play thing for him, too. Chestnut in chat says that we should get him on. We should probably mm. work on doing mm. that. Mm. Mm. We may already have started doing that. Mine? 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 Nope. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. This is the transition. Look, mine? Mine? My DPS, mine, mine. Where's my, where's my, mine, mine. Where's my DPS? Warriors, my DPS, mine. No. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, warriors, my DPS is horrible now. Blah 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 blah. We're still OP as hell. We just don't want to admit it. We got nerfed last patch. Did you uh, smoke pot during the break? Yeah. <laughs> Look, we gotta donate to a worthy cause here, guys. Because every time we queue into a match, a warrior is not getting fifty kills a match anymore. They're only getting thirty-five. <laughs> this is this is a problem. We need to understand this. Because if warriors aren't getting all the kills and all the DPS, they're not world-winning everything in sight, then medics take all the glory. You can't have that. So if you just can, take a time out of your day and let Sarah McLaughlin play in the background as you do this and just hashtag donate 100 DPS to the warriors. They just, they, they need it. They, I will remember you. Oh, God. As you respawn, I will remember you. You know how I said I was going to get my new piece of purple? If they went free play? I'm going to quit this podcast if you keep singing. <laughs> Holy Literally, shit. when we started singing, we lost five people. Literally, right when we started singing, we lost five people. I'm not even joking. Uh, legitimately happened. We don't need them. Uh, but no, seriously, <sighs> Warriors, you're fine. It's a satire piece on, on Reddit. I think it's hilarious. Uh, yeah, give, 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 uh, give a little help here. Hashtag donate 100 DPS. And moving on to our daily news report. No, I'm not. I get. I give up on you. God damn it. Okay. Okay, guys. Here's your weekly scorching report. Ready? Eventually, when? Yeah. What about it? Oh my god. He did. Scorching did. Log back on. He did. Yeah. Log back on. He did. Look. I love the the daily scorching reports. They're freaking hilarious. Just watching people just do cat trains and watching people just try to open world PvP on there. The daily scorching report. Give me more. It's just I love seeing what random shit people do for those ninety minutes waiting for Scorching to pop to then kill him in like five so fast he doesn't even go into the stupid egg anymore. 
And Voltures and says, I'm still not convinced people don't know what the hell they're doing in PvP. Mm, it's debatable. It's still fun to watch people just go, ah! Oh my god, why was I queued? I was waiting for Scorchwing yesterday. There's a soccer <laughs> who goes, hey, what's this button do? He literally flags himself on PV- in P- PvP. Within five seconds, four soccers pop out of stealth and backstab him. It was awesome. He literally just went, what's this button? Click. And there's a dead body right there on the floor next to Oh, I love it. People, I love it. Give me more Scorchwing. It's just too fun. The stories from Scorchwing are awesome. I just wanted to say that. Cause I, I do hope they do what they did with Starcom Basin with Scorchwing. No joke. Yes. I, legitimate, I, I really hope that they move that forward. So, yeah, there's an issue with that. A lot of people are having problems with contracts not completing with Scorchwing. They're having problems with uh, them lacking out and DCing, not getting kill credit. I'm not high. I promise I'm not. I'm just excited <laughs> how the show goes. Uh, so I hope there's some phasing that happens soon with Scorchwing or uh, increased timers or something. No, I no, don't know. definitely not increased timers. Phasing maybe, but I like these giant groups just like oh, no, face-rolling world bosses. And here's the thing. It's so funny. Are, are any of us three having issues with Scorchwing, like frames a second and disconnections happening? Haven't even tried. I have not. I've been there it. once. You, I've been, you, I've been you doing had... it every time the contract comes up. You had a problem last night. It lagged on so bad that the audio lagged out for yeah. you. <laughs> there were 300 were people waiting yeah, for Scorchwing. I had a rate of like 60 people, and the audio lagged out. So many people were there. It's the first time, first time I have ever had problems with Scorchwing. I've never gone down below 30 frames a second, which is pretty funny. And all of a sudden, the audio, Scorchwing dies, and like two seconds later, you hear, Oh, so just a quick update and just a fun little reference for one we record for the people who are um, – listening to the podcast, apparently Wildstar servers were attempted to be fixed, but it didn't work. And so now they're in emergency maintenance mode oh, with no, no ETA as to when they're going to be back up. Oh. Hopefully it's before the end of this podcast because I want to play Wildstar at the end of this podcast. Yeah. I, I, I Cougar and his team, man. I hope you guys can get it fixed fast. Just saying it's, you guys got time. Use this as a, as a learning curve and exercise. <laughs> get it done. Get it done. And our last piece of community fun for this week Idestinia, which I, that's how you say the name, I believe. She's been doing a bit of walkthroughs, kind of like how um, Nexus or Yardcore Nexus does it. And uh, she visited. She visited. Oh my god, I can't talk. She visited. I did. did, did, did. Idestinia is on EU. She goes through all the different plots and does like flythroughs of them, essentially, quote unquote. This week, Jeb Miller from Jabit is showing off their Marauder Stronghold. It's kind of awesome and metal. It's it's pretty sick. It is really awesome. I don't have any words for it. I really don't. It's just cool. I love watching some of the stuff. And, you know, if you watch Q Times and STOS uh, for the NA side, uh, Chestnut from Black Dagger Society also does Nexus Yardcore, Yardcore Nexus, where she actually has a talk to sit down with the developer of the plot. So it's a little something extra. So if if you're from the EU, check out Idacenia. From NA, check out Yardcore Nexus. Just saying. Okay. So we're going to transition now into our last subject of the night. If you've been listening to the podcast or watching the live stream, we've had a, a topic that's been gone for a long while for obvious reasons, kind of. We called it the 101. Now, the 101 was supposed to help people. People that forgot, people that don't know, people that need to know, people that want to know. And since we figured transition to free to play is happening in the next few months, we would like to bring the 101 back. So here's the 101. Welcome back, guys. We're gonna... Thank you. I'm glad to be back. Yay. So we're, we're talking about this specifically, and Twitch chat, we'd love to get your input as well. We're going to talk about some community stuff. 
So we might not hit all these points. So there's a bunch of questions players have been asking in the forums, players have been asking on the subreddit, they've been asking on the Twitter. We figured instead of having people constantly repost stuff, and when the free-to-play transition comes out, repost more stuff, we would do an audio collection of that. You could just point to people and say, S2S episode 47, go past the one-hour mark. They're talking about stuff like this. So instead of talking about OP flavors of the month stuff, what do we think about the classes? Just people that, I need to pick a new class. What do I pick? Do I pick this or do I pick this? Uh, it really falls into several different flavors. You want to go melee? Do you want to go sustain DPS and that kind of stuff? So what do you guys think about the classes? And if we're going to recommend classes to people, how would we rec- how would we recommend them? You so, take- th- yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go. There's a, there's a great video, actually, that Wildstar made around launch that talks about the differences between the classes uh, and about really what they were designed to cater to. Uh, so, for example, the Esper, when this probably isn't 100% valid anymore, but was designed to cater more towards people that were used to other MMOs and kind of like the tab targeting type gameplay and stuff like that, uh, which has uh, since been changed a little bit. Um, and medics are like, you know, in the fray healers, melee healers, basically, although the range is a little bit longer. Uh, and spell slingers are like long range glass cannon, just raining hellfire down on anybody that walks in their way kind of thing. Uh, really, honestly, my advice for picking a class is to go and watch that class's gameplay at endgame. Specifically at endgame. Because it they changes so, yeah. so drastically from leveling to endgame that like judging it based off of the leveling time, it doesn't make any sense. Because most of your time in this game is going to be at level 50. Yeah. Assuming you actually you know enjoy the game and stick yeah. with it. Even at free to play, uh, once you get your 50, you got a ton of stuff to do. And you loving that character <clears> or hating it. Hopefully you love yeah. it. And I, I also... Would... Each class has two roles, so make sure you look up gameplay for both roles because you might get stuck playing a role that you're not used to. And so it would be nice if you enjoyed that too. And we get no more like caveats. If you... It's not just the roles. Some of them some of them have different types of builds for that role that not everybody thinks oh, it sure. turns out. Yeah, but it, at, at the very least, like, enjoy the gameplay style. Yeah. Maybe not like, oh, okay, this one only has one build or this one has two, like, valid builds or whatever. Because that stuff changes. Like, all that buildy stuff changes. But so the gameplay style, I don't think will. Let's go one at a time. Espers, how would you describe them, and then how would you how would you think, in your opinion, how to play an Esper, or what what, what to look in for if you want to play an Esper? Long range utility with high damage. I'm going to say low health, uh, super utility with a bunch of mid range, occasional long range stuff. They are glass cannons. Do not get near anything with an Esper. You yeah. will die. Uh, yes. I, I would say um, slow at first, uh, but then indestructible at the end. Yeah. <laughs> at end game. Well, no, I mean, the reason I say that is because when you first start with an Esper, you, you're stuck with the long range. But the second you get the lifesteal with your uh, your swords uh, and add a heal on your bar, you're indestructible. Like yeah. P- PVE, you, I took PVE. Off, PVE, I took down a five-man boss by myself. With an Esper. With an Esper. And I saw it Have, happen. Haven't been able to do that with anybody else. They're soloable like crazy once you finally find the groove for them and you're a little more up in levels. In PvP, they are utility gods. Mm-hmm. You thought the Ice Mage in World of Warcraft was a pain in the ass? Welcome to the Esper's House of Pain. Mm-hmm. They can knock you back. They can disarm you. They can freeze you. They can reach you. They can shield themselves. They can give themselves interrupt armor faster than anybody else can. Ah! Fuck you, Esper's. Sorry. <laughs> Calm down, buddy. And as a healer, Esper's are great at sustained healing over time with giant aoe's and drop markers they can drop a heal down and kind of keep going so if you're looking for that healing like more traditional-esque style healing and more sustained healing over time go for an esper what about the medics don't think about flavor of the month 
Just so medic as a class in general. So medics would be uh, like sustained DPS, high sustained DPS, and high burst healing, basically, at a medium range. Yeah. Um, they're wonderful. They're great. It's all I play. And, yeah, come medic play is medic. Krug's main. And for me, yes. I've played enough of them to go. They like to get in the action. If you're a healer or a melee person that doesn't want to be slapping people up in front, the medic's a kind of fun, constantly running around class that's just putting out just tons and tons and tons of damage. They can drop... <laughs> so, and they can do multiple things with the healing and with the uh, the DPS. They can't just do... They, they can do a little bit of everything in this sense. They can drop fields that control the, the battlefield. Literally. Yeah. They can drop fields to heal people. They can drop... Uh, the zone power there. is strong. Yeah. The if you like to control the battlefield, strong. go with a medic. I, I would call oh, really? them wub machines. Next! <laughs> stalkers. Do stalkers. Stalkers. Uh, Stalkers, uh, uh, awesome tanks. Uh, <laughs> well, what's, yeah, what's tank different mechanic, than their taking style? Their tank mechanic's really interesting because it so, was all based off of self-heals and yes, deflection. And dodging. Yeah, yeah, dodging and self-heals. So, uh, oh, sorry, dodging. While, while, other, while other tanks are based off of being able to take a lot of damage, it's about being able to just not get hit, period. And when you do get hit, you know, being able to heal yourself, which is super awesome. God and, damn it. What? Keep, every time we start a new class, uh, Voluntarism says, class, whatever class we're talking about really sucks unless B-Pulse? B-Pulse? What's B-Pulse? <laughs> I don't know, but it's kind of funny. He's like, no, that class sucks. No, that class sucks. No, that class sucks. There's please, a counter for please, everything. Please explain who B-Pulse is so that I can go to sleep tonight. Well, let's continue with that. Uh, and extremely high burst damage. Yes. Yes. Extremely and high burst with damage. With a quintessential ability to go invisible. Yes. With the caveat of they're much more positionally dependent than other classes. You need to be behind somebody. You need to be the side of somebody if you're DPSing. If you're tanking, you need to make sure you're not constantly going into stealth because you'll screw everything else up for the rest of your group. You have to oh, wow. really be aware as a stalker. There's somebody named B-Pulse in our chat. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, how B-Pulse, about... somebody thinks you're really, really good at Wildstar in here. B-Pulse is amazing. <laughs> uh, what about Engineers. Uh, very difficult to start playing. <laughs> I've never played an engineer. Uh, they're very strong tanks from what I hear. Now, and here's here's what you're going to get from a lot of players but engineers. Range tank. Meh. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Ra- See, range tank, and they're honestly, and I know we're not talking flavor of the month, in a really good spot right now. They yeah, have me... a, lot, a lot of utility and can do a lot of different things, and they control the battlefield way better than most. Uh, the reason I say meh is that every time people ask, what about engineers? The general consensus is meh, but not in a bad meh. It's like, Meh, we don't get flavor of the month like everybody else. We don't get we don't get super 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 buffed. We don't get super 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 nerfed. The reason why people don't talk about engineers as much as the other classes is because, quite frankly, they're they've always been the most balanced of classes in this game. They have clear disadvantages. If you want to build a tank tank engineer, you have range, but you're slow as balls. You don't have gap closers. You don't have escapes as as an engineer tank. But good luck trying to have someone kill you because you will last forever in a goddamn day. If you want to become a DPS engineer, you're going to blow shit up fast. And you're going to wreck people hard. But even with that heavy armor, you cannot go at it alone. You will get blown the fuck up. And you have bots with you. you can, if you want a, a pet class, you have constant bots and pets with you. The engineers are kind of the weird redhead stepchild in the sense that no one ever bitches or overly says, they're amazing, always do them. But they're a great, great class that have a nice 
difficulty with them and their in their resource management and everything else. So if you want a yeah, little the, bit of the resource management is it. really fun. It's like the I think the best in in Wildstar as far as like being something that is engrossing, I guess. And I mean, this is coming from somebody who's never gotten an NG to fifty. I've only leveled an NG. I've never played end game with NG. Case, but here's Apparently, one thing. Uh-huh. OP is F in threes, according to uh, Eclipse and B Pulse. Now, everybody in this chat has probably more experience in engineers than the three of us. Uh, I've also <laughs> may have pissed off a lot of the engineer community by hating them until I rolled one and I went, eh, they're not bad. But meh, that's just my opinion. Uh, here's one thing to keep in mind, though. If you're playing an engineer tank or you're playing with an engineer tank, if you see that engineer tank run, you want to run. Because <laughs> an engineer tank can't run. So if he's running... He's probably going to die. And if he's going to die, you're probably going to die. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of die. There's two more classes we'll go over real quickly. There are best class in the game, Spellslingers. And then mm. second best class in the game, Warriors. Mm. So Spellslingers, if you want to go with an uh, archetypal role, long range sniper class glass cannon. They don't really have medium range abilities. Same with their healing. They everyone has telegraphs in this game. Spell slingers are very unique in the fact that a lot of their their telegraphs are very long. They're very narrow, so their difficulty in playing with the spell slinger right is learning to guide your shots and lead your shots and lead your heals, and being able to time your abilities just right. Their resource is a little different as well. It's it's toggleable. And it's constantly recharging and, and dipping. I play spell slingers, my main favorite class. And uh, they really do change once you get their tier 3 amp abilities. Void Pact, which makes utility and healing insanely different, changes it a lot. Uh, healing Torrent, which is a great long-range heal. And Assassinate, which is, come on, it, it, the name implies. It's stupid range damage. They're glass cannons. They, uh, they ban that guy. Ban Nathorn right now. No yep, fucking zero I... tolerance. Fuck you. Um, yep. <laughs> so... That was absurd and dumb. <laughs> that was dumb and absurd. So, spell slingers, if you want to always feel like you you are a long way away, if you like to just be that that sniper in an FPS going boom headshot, boom headshot, boom headshot, roll spell slinger. They're stalkers from range, as Rulam from from chat just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. And, and warriors, if you want to be an '80s wrestling powerhouse with a giant fucking sword <laughs> and a goddamn Nintendo power glove, and you're blowing shit up and you're being awesome, but you don't have any defense apparently. Nintendo power glove. <laughs> It's true. It's not, warriors, it's not a lie. Warriors are like an 80s childhood dream come true. Big ass sword, big ass glove. Come get me, motherfuckers. That's what a warrior is. Their tanking style is kind they of They have middle. a whirlwind ability. They, they have, have spin it to win it. What else do you need? Yeah. Go play a warrior. You can spin it to win it. That's it. That's all you need. So but here's the thing. So engineers, when they're tanking, because warriors can tank, they're about getting it. They're keeping that... that that threat and not letting ever letting go and soaking up tons of damage you need to always heal uh, engineer tank stalker tanks much less rely on heals you can't kill me if you can't touch me warrior tanks are versatile in that sense where they don't actively get as much threat as fast as engineers they don't dodge as many attacks as stalkers are kind of a good middle ground class and they can be really focused into one or the other that's what i believe anyway some people will say differently they can be really utility helpful as well with what you can consider bloodlust which is uh shoot power link Mm-hmm. Uh, they can turn the tide of a lot of battles and with their kinetic energy like think of it as a cross between energy and world of warcraft i'm going to give you an- analogies of the biggest game in the market and rage from any other warrior game ever rage or 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 guy <laughs> or dry whatever the fuck you want to call it so they can be a little difficult to manage that resource so keep that in mind playing warriors there's been a lot of change in that in pvp get yourself some ability to break out of stuff 
because they can get caught really easily and kited really easily. To make that up, they're surprisingly mobile. They can mm-hmm. jump in, they can suck you in, they can pull you in, they can lock you down, they can smack you, they can blind you, they can tether you, if you build them right. Yeah. Warriors are very malleable. Well, and, and as a whole, that's a brief description of the classes. But the thing is, is that you should play the class that you enjoy most. And if that takes you starting three or four different characters and trying multiple versions, absolutely do it. Um, if not, and, and, and hey, not, not being that guy, but if you buy a box now, you get all 12 slots, character slots, you, it, you know, kill. You know what I mean? You've got you've got the ability to try as many characters as you want for the rest of your life if you buy a box. And if but, you don't have 12 slots, don't be afraid to just delete a character after 10 levels. Get it up to level yeah. 10, see how it feels. You're not pigeonholed into a class, and no one in the game is going to tell you, you have to stick with this class because we need this for the raid. F that. Play what sounds fun to you. Don't be stuck with an Esper for 50 levels. You'd rather play a Stalker. And honestly, no joke, the videos that Wildstar did post when they originally came out about each one of the classes watch those find out what sparks your interest and 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 start with that one you know what i mean like yeah. i knew from the beginning watching the video that stalker was gonna be my class i just knew it i knew it what? whereas i changed i thought medics were gonna be my go-to class i played them and i went not for me and i spot spell slingers i never play range classes f spell slingers they're wizards wizards are lame space motherfucking cowboy pistols dual shot bang bang kill kill i'm awesome f you so that's just that's just me so as we move on with it you're going to be experiencing the leveling path of wildstar it's not as grindy as you think it is people like you saying the grind of wildstar is horrible it's really not you've got tons of freaking quests they're doing more and more breadcrumb breadcrumb quests to lead you on through pat through zones so don't worry about it there are some issues with it though after the free-to-play thing the if you're you know currently subbed the uh additional xp is gonna be awesome and the 15 percent xp they gave everybody that 15 percent boost helped wonders with the the grindy feel of the leveling he was he was doing air quotes for the people listening to the podcast by the way <laughs> <laughs> that's true that does does not translate to the podcast <laughs> so Twitch Eclipse, chat, i know gonna... i need to make my bed why does everybody keep telling me i forgot to make my bed is that a problem is that like you a huge get up problem? and make your bed right now so here's I'm some tips get <laughs> no bed. get up and make your goddamn bed do it right now because i'm gonna tell uh, twitch chat yes do it you did it <laughs> so twitch chat we're gonna ask what are your tips and trips tips and tricks for leveling in pve pve for people that are going through the leveling curve my opinion is wow you suck so my opinion is if you're going to level through Wildstar, don't be afraid to talk in zone chat. Dicks. <laughs> Hashtag make your bed crew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Leveling. Tips and tricks for leveling. Right now, queuing times for adventures and dungeons suck if you're leveling. It's really hard to get a group together. It's really hard to convince most 50s to mentor you to go in through right in the void. That I might change come transition. In most I beg to differ. Okay, continue. So uh, I'm working on my spell slinger right now, and uh, I have been PV. I'm sorry, a PVE dungeons and stuff like that have been popping in a decent amount of time, like 10, 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Which I I think is I think is a decent amount of time. You're right there, buddy. You both no, broke that continue, continue, decision continue, for my continue, entire life. Continue, I feel continue. Uh, so, so dungeons are dungeons are popping. I haven't had a tremendous amount of uh, of PvP because I haven't been queuing. 
so I, I, I have I have no idea what to say for PvP, but PvE, uh, we have 10, 15 minutes isn't horrible for the amount of time it's been, which is like 30, 40 minutes. You know, that's how it used to be. So you know how people always say the only bad question is a question that's never asked. To be honest, for leveling and Wildstar, it's the same thing. You may be thinking, oh, I wanted to ride in the void at level 15, but I don't have a group. If you never ask people in the zone, you'll never know what they want to do. The best way to get results in this game is to ask or to tell. Simply saying, hey, I need two people to help me kill this prime. 10 to 1, you're going to get replies in zone chats going, okay, cool, I'll meet you there. Or I need I need a tank and a healer to do uh, right in the void. Or I need to do Proto, Proto Games Academy. As long as you say it and as long as you can and be nice about it and polite about it, do that. If you decide that you don't want to ask for anything, there's several types of stories going on in the zones. Storylines and quest lines. You have the world story, which is the main storyline of the game that leads you through the zones. Those will give you the biggest reward. That should be your number one priority because that'll get you through the zones faster. You then have zone stories, which are the little side stories you need to the zones that obviously don't give as much experience but are also pretty high priority if you want to just kind of grind yourself out. Uh, the ones that you are most familiar with and while any other game will be tasks. Tasks are not menial, but you've seen them before. Kill X amount of things. Now, it's not any other game where it says kill 12 rats. It says, hey, get to 100. Now, that's a little different. In Wildstar, the challenge is how you want to, how you want to grind that task out or that world story out is how hard you want to go at it. You can kill things one at a time and watch that XP bar go 10%, 12%, 15% to 100. Take on groups of three or more. You're going to start seeing that thing rise from 20, 25, 40, 45, 60. But you, you, you also have to realize that there are also primes as well, yes. which also equal more. So so you're going to see someone running around in zone chat going, hey, what's that big glowing red thing? Hey, why is that big glowing red thing hitting me really hard? Hey, why isn't there a number next to that big glowing red thing? Hey, why the fuck am I dead after taking three hits in that big glowing red thing? That guy's is a prime. That is not a standard boss, or not a standard mob in, in any other game. That's like a kind of mini boss in his own. In Wildstar, they're a fact of life. Some classes can do it better than others, but a prime is going to give you a bunch of experience. It's going to give you a bunch of progress on that bar, and it's going to it's going to be a lot of fun to take down. So, how do you suggest going at primes? Um, talking to people. Yep, with other people, absolutely, and it, that is twofold. Awesome, because one, it lets you kill a fun mob to kill, and two, it lets you meet cool people. Because really the best way to bond with somebody in an MMO is almost dying with them. And <laughs> if you're in a level-appropriate zone and it's you and one other person, there's a chance you might die. Um, have heals on your bar. Yes. Because you have eight skills instead of 15, 20, 30 skills, you have to be a little more conscious about how you're going to approach the situation. If, if you have a class that has cooldowns for extra armor, think about that before you get into a fight with a prom or prime or a lot of extra adds. If you're in a very ad-heavy area, maybe if you have a healing class, do a heal over time on you. It's The cool part about the, the LAS limited action system, though you have eight abilities, you can change them on the fly to suit your style. Kind of like how we were saying all the classes have different ways of playing. You can find your own way of successfully changing it. Like I myself as a spell singer, I never have survivable items when I'm PvP dangerous. I'm either 100 or I'm dead. Some mm -hmm. people don't like that. Some people like to have to make like the ability to constantly chain pool. So they'll add like cooldowns. It'll add utility on it. So play to your own playstyle. See what works for you when you're taking on those primes or taking on those quests. Make sure the zone stories come first. Make sure the the 
what's it called? The the world story comes first as well. And if you see a, a floating, glowing, ghostly girl, say hi. <laughs> at that. So there's one more major thing we're going to talk about for the 50s, uh, because obviously you're going to spend most of your time there. And so people also ask, I just rolled the new 50. Uh, what the fuck do I do? I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I can't. I, what? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Make your bed, Krug. Anyway, <clears throat> <laughs> when you're at 50 in Wildstar, it used to be kind of cut and dry. You go into Crimson Badlands, you try to do attunement, and that's it. Well, guys, if you're listening to this now, next week, or August, September, October, a lot's changed. You're no longer stuck to one daily zone. You're stuck to literally the 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 weight of choice. I think what's it's the 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 challenge of choice. Where do we start? Where do we go? So we're gonna give you our opinions of what's a good way to make the most out of being fifty. Uh, I also wanted to point out I sent a link in chat, but uh, there's also uh, a guide that. Um, Wildstar Core put together that is a guide to once you hit 50, what's, what's to do? Literally, now what <laughs> is is what it's called? Level 50, now what? Updated. And the burden of choice can cripple a lot of people when they're doing their act 50 and they go, what the fuck do I do now? Everyone's kind of running around with their heads cut off. I don't understand this. Well, here's our opinion on it. So, so it depends on what you want to do. Do you enjoy playing PvP? Do you enjoy uh, doing quests and doing solo content? Do you enjoy doing group content? And honestly, dependent on and that answer... Well, and how, housing, I mean, I don't even need to bring up housing. But honestly, it's all dependent on what kind of content you like to play. And based off of what content you like to play... Continue playing that content. <laughs> I mean, if you enjoy PvP, uh, there is go through battlegrounds, do raided battlegrounds, go to arenas, do uh, war plots. Do it I mean, all. There, there's a ton there, and just keep doing that. Do what you enjoy. If you're not, if you're doing something and you don't enjoy it, you should stop because it hurts. But we're gonna give you some direction. <laughs> so if you want to go get the best gear possible, the only way to get that is raids. So your priority should be acquiring Elder Gems. They are a new currency that replaces your XP bar. Here's what's going to happen. Want to get into a raid? Get something called the Genesis Key. It'll take you about a week if you do casual grinding to get enough Elder Gems, 140 to get that. Now, if you want to figure out the best way to min-max your character, or one way to really min-max your character and have fun with it, uh, and, and be grind and be competitive, and get that Genesis Key, get started on your attunement. Focus on getting your amp points and your ability points next. I, I do want to preface this. If you want to do this content, again, if you, if you don't want to raid, there's you other don't, ways of going about the end game. Yeah, there, you don't have to raid. You don't have to do attunement. You can literally just do everything except for that piece of content if you don't like it. If you want the best piece of gear, then you you still don't have to do that. There are tons and tons of different ways. Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to preface it. Yeah. And then finish off by getting your action sets because that'll give you more sets to go into. You can have a PvP set, PvE set, the uh, PvE healing, and then your secondary, whatnot, whatever thing you want. That's to make yourself competitive and maxed out so you can just go and do whatever the hell you want. Your Elder Gems are pretty much a currency as a thank you. So you're going to keep leveling. Here you go. Uh, if you are focusing on your reputation, you're going to have to go through zones. And, and contracts. Zone. And contracts. contracts. Pick up your goddamn contracts. At 50, they're kind of like pve and pvp bounties they're special challenges that make the game a little bit harder for you because you have to go out of your way to do them now people always say where do i go first uh do should i just go hang out in and starcom base and just sit there for the next few months no 
what I've learned personally, constantly grinding out all these dailies because I am a masochist. There's a, there's a way you can get through that you can kind of knock them out one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, so the zones currently in the game as of the 31st of May are Northern Wastes, uh, Blighthaven, Defile, Starcom Basin, Crimson Battlelands, and whatnot. The, a good order to constantly get the most out of reputation grinding and money, if you don't talk about ship hands, which you will in a little bit, tackle Northern Wastes first because it's the smallest. You can get a lot of those reputation quests or daily quests out of the way real quick. I've done them in as little as 25 minutes. Go to Crimson Battlelands. It's empty. It's large. It takes forever. So you, you want to get that out of your way. Just make that a priority. Northern Waste is just fast. Crimson Battlelands is a fucking troll. It's just a troll. It's a slodge. <laughs> make it a priority. Get it out of the goddamn way. Same That's thing with Champions of the Defile and Guardians of the Grove. There are a lot of 20-man stuff going on, a lot of 5-man stuff going on. So if it's downtime, they should not be a priority. You're going to be sitting there going, I can't finish Gargantuan. I can't finish Scorch Wing. I can't, well, no one says that anymore. I can't finish Defile. So you can get those out of the way later on. Focus on daily northern waste. Get that up done to get then get the Battlelands. Don't worry about the new zones yet. You're always going to be in the new zones. Sarcom Basin being the newest one. Keep that last on your priority because you'll always be there. You'll always be working on that, on that reputation. You'll always be working for those items. Sure, it doesn't matter. You're just going to be there. If you want to get cash in this game, number one and number two, ship hands and contracts. Hands down, ship hands are solo and small man group content. You can knock them out in 20, 30 minutes. Ton of cash. Just, just do them. Do them. They're fun. They're crazy. They're unique. Contracts, you can also do several of them at the same time. Then make sure you focus on your dailies and then do dungeons and everything else. And if you're doing zone priority, if you just want to go, where's the cool zones? Where do I go first? Always go to the newest zone and then make your way down from there. To be honest, from there, it's, it's a choice. So the new zones always first. Once I got the new cool new content with tons of people. And then from there, just the everything else crimson battlelands and guardians of the grove do last okay what's why what are you doing krug are you fighting back yes i'm making my bed worse (laughs) (laughs) bed of betrayal (laughs) betrayal. (laughs) promissory notes from the contracts turn those in it'll help your rep grind keep those in mind as well so just little things uh we're going to end this soon in about 10 15 minutes as krug just totally pisses off the entire twitch chat uh, some tips from the community a few people have also said a few things uh people in twitch chat said a few things they're saying you know the most annoying part about level 50 is grinding for amp and ability points says rulem so make that a priority so don't worry about it no uh, don't make that a priority because I, you don't need amps anymore oh yeah amps, no amps but a- ability amps. points you do yeah, I was going to say because uh in the next patch uh you just get them now yeah so, oh sorry so the next major patch, drop six slash the PTR transition patch, they're getting away of all the amp uh, the amp point drops. Yeah, everything will be available to use. You have to have, to have the minimum requisite of amp points. You uh, should throw the bird on there. Yeah. Oh, volunteerism has a great great one, and one we t- completely forgot because you're going to learn it throughout the game. But keep this in mind. Tip: learn to strafe and sprint. Uh, sorry, I, I got a little aggravated because people will sit there and they'll just casually walk their way at telegraphs. This game is fast-paced. It's challenging. Even the easy one, even the easy dungeons will test you. Learn to sprint, uh, learn to dodge. And and, and to to the, what the chat's saying, you don't get your amp points and ability points. You get all of your amps. You no longer have to find or purchase the amps themselves. Yeah. You still have to grind out your amp points. But before, you were also having to grind out... Uh, th- 
and get the amps themselves. Uh, I think this is a good time to move on, actually, because there's we could literally okay. talk for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Which and weeks. you probably will. Yes, and so, uh, that's a bad idea. We're if, already at if, an hour and forty-five. If, if, you're, if you if you want to hear more, we'll bring the one-on-one back more often. If you have a question specifically and Reddit's not answering it and forums aren't using it, send it to stos at qtimes.com. Seriously, we will try to answer as many questions as we can, whether it be lore, whether it be attunement, whether it be everything else. Send it to us. Boom. Awesome. Did you go? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't going to say anything else. I was just saying... You wanted uh, us to move on. <laughs> yeah, I was saying move on. It's the end of the show. We have the one We have 15 minutes. No, we're good. Uh, <laughs> we, we can answer questions in the post show. That's the whole point of the post show. Fine. Okay, here we go. Last point, last point of the day. If you want to get good at Wildstar, you got to make your damn bed. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone that showed up in the live stream. Um, all 107 of you, thank you very, very, very much, and thank you for following. Uh, awesome, awesome, thank you so we, much. We do have something we need to tell, though. Okay, go for it. So, if you had followed us the last few months, we were giving last month or two, we were giving away codes for the game that have items. Oh, right items for the Snarfer Lynx mount or the Glitter Kitty Ever Hoverboard or the Marauder costume. We gave away three of the four codes. We still have one code left. Unfortunately, the person who won the fourth code never replied back. We gave them ample time. We told them on the podcast. We told them on the live stream. Uh, dude or ma'am, I'm sorry. We gave you two additional... We gave you an initial two weeks. I swear, Andigo, if you show the actual code on stream, I'd be so mad at you. No, it's full. It's wrapped. in the box. It's still in the okay, box. Okay, I'm just making sure. Just so, making sure. Uh, hey, Indigo, go ahead and wave that thing around the, the, the camera again. Because if you're listening to this right now, there's a chance you can win that co- that box right there. The code inside this? that box can be yours. Yes. No joke. Or, or the box. It. If you actually want the box, we'll or, actually ship it to you. Yeah, if you want the uh, box, we'll do it. And uh, Krug is going to put together that in the next day or so and send that out. And we will do another giveaway like we did in the past. Um, it is an NA code. It's not an yes, AU code. Yes, it's an NA code. It is an NA, it's an code. NA code. So if you are, uh, you know, OxHD or, you know, Shack- Mr. Shackleberry and want to play with uh, the North Americans, you can still win this. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yes, please, please. And remember, if you haven't bought, if you haven't got the game and you aren't currently playing, please, please, please get this because you get so much more with it. You get so much if more. If you win that box, come the free to play transition, you will have a little extra loyalty points in your yeah. system. We're okay. So if you want to, if you want to get that code, we're not going to give away now. No. Chat, you're we, the funniest. We totally cockblocked you guys. It's just I can't because I can't be a part of this podcast because I'm just reading our. I chat. love our chat. <laughs> this is our community and it's growing and I love it. So if you want that code, here's what's going to happen. We're going to give out our. If you've been looking at our live stream, we have three Twitter handles next to our names. Krug is at Strange Tales. Doc is at Doc QT, and Indigo is at Indigo Jones QT. We are going uh, to post on our Twitters the link to get that code probably in the next 24 to 48 hours. 24. But by the time you hear the audio podcast come up, there'll be links to win that code. And it will go on until the very next show. So S2S episode 48, that gets cut off, and someone is going to win that code. Dead fucking serious. So keep an eye out. Twitter.com underscore QTimes. Any of our tags on the live stream, that's our Twitters. You'll see us. Oh, trust me, I will be posting that shit. Tell your friends. <laughs> um, and so on that, uh, I'm Indigo. That's Krug, who's not paying attention. Yep. I'm Krug. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Doc. 
for everyone who's this is your first chance meeting us uh we are strange tales from outer space we are a wild star podcast we are streaming live every sunday at 5 p.m pacific the audio podcast goes up typically on tuesdays and we're out of here for this week on the audio bye and i'm freezing i'm freezing action pose and post show show. all right okay so here's how it works great because iron no i'm not giving you the code to make